right. A South English legendary from the 1300s states, for soth thou axest as a foal and switch and sure me shul the yive. And that translates to ask a silly question and you get a silly answer. Today, we are asking the question, what is the best medieval weapon? 16 entries, one winner. This is the Bracket Up podcast. I'm handy dandy Andy Jarek, and today I'm joined by three co-hosts who will determine that best medieval weapon. First on the panel, the armored aficionado, Julian Griffin. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I don't have armor, so now I feel underdressed. You're doing fine. <laughs> you got armor right here, right here. Oh. Right in the head. Uh, next up, the mobile noble, Bill Johnson. How are you today? I'm, I'm good. I like to hear that. <laughs> Finally, surfs up. It's Andy Mysack. How are you, Andy? <laughs> I don't know. That was so good. Oh, so great. All right. I like that one too, actually. All right. Um, for new listeners, Julian, Bill, Andy, and occasionally myself. We'll discuss and vote for the best item in a single elimination bracket until a winner emerges. Uh, this week, we don't have any planned rounds, so we will start immediately with our very first round, uh, which will pit uh, the Qatar. I think that's how you pronounce it. I could be wrong. Uh, the Qatar, the Qatar against the trebuchet. I have... That is not how you spell trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am interested in the trebuchet, though. Yeah. Uh, so the Qatar is kind of a Freddy Krueger-esque weapon that you can sort of hold on your wrist. And it has a bunch of uh, little knives or daggers or something like that. It's very handheld, very close combat, um, but incredibly just kind of scary and intimidating. But obviously, uh, that's the exact opposite of what a trebuchet does. Yeah, it uh, essentially, it is a medieval catapult, <laughs> the best way to put it. You uh, load it up with rock or weapon of your choice. It has like a counterbalance, so it'll like load on you, kind of cut it, it shoots like that. So it's, yeah, it's basically a medieval catapult. And it does a lot more damage than most of the weapons on this list. Biggest problem is it reloads real slow because of, you know, you got to crank it back and blah, blah, blah find the giant rock that you have to put in there. Look, Jarek and I, we play a game called Chivalry, and we know we've we've had to load and shoot trebuchets before. Mm -hmm. It's a pain in the butt sometimes, but obviously the potential damage is uh, much higher than a bunch of Freddy Krueger razor blade daggers. I mean, in terms of um Oh my gosh, what's the word? Actual usefulness. I feel like the trebuchet would would be the clear winner. The cop, the coat is a Kotor, Kator, Freddy Krueger. I think it's a guitar. Guitar. Uh, the keytar is. I mean, it's got a lot of cool points. So, so is that a factor? We'll discuss. I don't know. Find out right now. I'm all about cool factors, Bill. 
I certainly think so. I think there's a lot of different options with the Qatar or Qatar. Sorry if I keep butchering that. There's a lot where that have multiple daggers on there or just one. Some are pointed in certain ways. Some are almost curved. I think it just gives you options rather than just like punching forward. You can, you know, slice and dice, go around. You could say you're Wolverine. That's pretty cool. Yes, I could. Any thoughts, uh, The guitar does sound cool. It really does sound cool. I was thinking like hunting them sleeves that Batman wears, but yeah, you got it perfectly. And who doesn't like Batman? But in close combat, if you're not good at close combat, you're pretty much screwed. So I don't know. But the trebuchet, I mean, that does a lot of damage. It can get the job done. I might go with the trebuchet. Yeah, I'm obviously voting for mine as well. I'm going to vote Qatar. <laughs> I, I have to vote for the trebuchet. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I'm coin flip the coin flip. Uh, Jarek, it's always between us. So please, it is your turn to, to pick. Yeah, I'll take heads because tails always fails. Hey, it didn't wow. fa- you won. All right, look at me go. All right, the guitar moves on. Uh, next up, the Halberd against the Lance. Uh, the Halberd, Julian, let's hear a little more about that. Basically, the Halberd is really cool because it's a long staff that has kind of like three weapons on the end of it. You have one kind of like an axe. And then you have like a dagger on the end that points like upwards. And then on another side, you have a little scythe, little knife thing that you could swipe at both sides. So it can do a lot of damage and it's a long range weapon. So you can definitely get some, poke somebody from a good distance away. Or if they're coming at you, you can sweep them off their feet or you can hit them right in the neck. I find it very useful. All right. And then Lance, that was added by Andy. Let's hear about uh, I know something cool. I don't give a shit about the lance. I think the halberd's better anyway. <laughs> I just, Bill took one of the uh, weapons I wanted to put on there. Couldn't think of anything. Just wrote the lance. Halberd for me. What one did I take from you? Lance. Mace. Or, Mace. Or Mace. Um, I mean, I'm voting for... When I was growing up, my mascot in elementary school were the lancers. I'm going to vote for the halberd, though. <laughs> Just a fun fact about me, I guess. <laughs> All right, Halberd moving on. Uh, next up, the bill against the long. <laughs> and Julian was talking to us a little bit before he recorded about the bill. Just me. I, just, I thought I'm he was just, making a funny. I'm just not. in the field and I demolish peasants and nobles alike. It's very true. With your quick wit, that's how you kill them. But no, a bill is actually at first was used as an agricultural tool, and then it was used as an infantry pole arm. And it's kind of like this short handheld scythe, kind of sort of, but it's like somewhere in between a scythe and a machete, if that makes any sense. So you can get finished cutting the grass, and then you can also get finished cutting off the heads of your enemies with a bill. I just looked it up. Looks cool. 
right, I have the long sword, and I'm always a fan of the kind of in-between weapons. Generally, it's two-handed. It has enough range that it's it's more effective than perhaps a short, short sword or even the, the guitar. But you've got a lot of power in that, and obviously being that it's a two-handed weapon, you have to have a lot of power to swing that sucker and then decapitate even more. Um, it, I guess it's just a matter of which manner of decapitation you like more. Julian's bill or my longsword? Well, I own a longsword, I think, or a hand and a half, close enough. So I'm going to vote for the longsword because I, I think it's so cool I bought one. Hi, my name's Bill. Are you, guys, are you guys voting for your own? Yeah, I'm voting for Bill. I kind of want to vote for the Bill also. <laughs> yeah. Bill's Bill, reliable. On. Bill is very reliable. I'm, I'm okay. Debatable. All flaky. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got uh, the crossbow and the morning star which I feel bad as being the crossbow guy because the morning star's fucking great. It's just cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, the crossbow, obviously, you have a lot of range, a decent amount of accuracy, but it takes a long time to reload. And if you're not particularly quick at that, uh, someone's going to bash your skull in with a morning star very quickly. <laughs> That's a problem. You get one or two hits and then you're screwed. Uh, Morningstar, which I think was was Bill, tell me why I'm wrong. It, I mean, you're right. The Morningstar is the better weapon. It is essentially a club. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, it's it's got like a, sh a shaft, and then there's like a ball kind of thing, and usually there's some spikes. Uh, it's great for bludgeoning. It's great for poking people. It's it's it does a lot of damage. It crushes armor. Um, I mean, the crossbow is very useful if there's like a lot of people with a crossbow and they're all firing at you. But if, if it's just like one person with a crossbow and one person with a morning star, I think the guy with the, the morning star is going to win. Yeah, the crossbow has to hit first. If the crossbow yeah. doesn't hit with the first attempt, they're basically screwed. Right. Not true. They can be far away. I mean, like... I guess it depends on how big the battlefield is. True. Yeah. See, so like, so you have a crossbow... <laughs> And then some guy coming at you like about 30 yards out with the morning star just swinging at you all wild. You take one shot and he's gone. When I, when I play chivalry and I have a clear path to somebody with a crossbow, I don't think I've ever lost with my melee weapon. You block the shot and you just beat him into the dirt with your real weapon. You, if you give just some asshole a morning star, he could probably do a lot of damage without any fucking training or skill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is valuable in medieval warfare, I think. That's true. You don't want to give a dum-dum the crossbow. No, you need a lot more skill for a crossbow, but does that make it a more useful weapon? I would say no. No. I would also... also I would have to argue it depends on like the playing field that you're on. If you're doing close combat, of course. Of sure. course you want that. But if you can get them a ways away, then why not get them out like before that trouble even has to come to you? Because, I mean, I don't know. I think the Morning Star with the crossbow, depending on the time frame, like how much power is being shot with those, is it enough to get through shield and armor? You'd have to get somebody whose attention isn't on you. 
And if it's a one-on-one, -on -one, or even if it's a big battlefield, the time to reload if you miss that first shot, that killing shot, no. The morning. See, I don't care. I'll run away just to reload. That's fine. You know how hard that would be to run and reload a crossbow at the same time? <laughs> oh, but I will try it. <laughs> You'll have a morning star on the back of your head. You're going to throw it at me? <laughs> like, like... It would probably be about as useful as the crossbow at that point. At that point, it's less useful. <laughs> I'm missing a weapon, and I can load my gun easier. Uh, not if I'm chasing you and pick it up on the move. Much easier than reloading on the move. Turn around and pick it up for See, it doesn't matter. You can yeah, you want to pick up the morning star instead of reloading. Yeah, while you're picking that up, I'm going to reload. and then Morning star. And then when I'm you're gonna vote for the morning star. Loaded, I took one shot at you. I'm also voting for the morning star. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hash browns all over again. The morning star is the hash browns of the medieval weaponry. I've picked my my one to ride to the finals now. <laughs> this is like Game of Thrones for me. I can't pick one favorite. Right, I gave the you the crossbow because you argued the hardest for it, Julian. <laughs> Right, next up, we've got the mace against the spear. Both of these were entered by Bill. Um, go to town, Bill. Let's hear about the girth of the mace and the length the of the mace. It, it's girthy. It's basically a morning star, but it doesn't have spikes as far as I'm aware. Um, unless, well, let me double check. So a mace... Is a, is a type of spray that you could spray into other people's eyes and it has capsaicin. No, that's not right. No, it's a blunt know. weapon. Yeah, it's a type of, it's a club. Yeah. It's, a, it's a club. It hurts. Um, you give it to some dum-dum and they'll just swing and break limbs. Break this, bones. Even like, so the mace has the ball with the spikes. This is just a club with spikes. You have more pain surface area. <laughs> Yeah, that makes more sense. So it's kind of like a morning star, but it's just there's it's just a club. It's a club that hurts more. Um, and then the spear, you might think. Now I think the spear is actually the hash browns of medieval warfare. <laughs> you can give anybody a spear, and they can be ineffective. They could they're effective. They can you can manufacture them faster than I think any of these other weapons. Um, you can supply spears to like a whole army relatively quickly. Um, you can use them in a way as like a group, like you kind of like phalanx. You can't really do that with a sword as much. Like you can duel with a sword, but you could just have like a group of guys with their spears just start poking people. And I know that's pretty effective, actually. The spear is the bread and butter of medieval warfare. Um, that's why I'm going to go with the spear. It's cheap and easy to produce. It's effective. Uh, you can train people relatively quickly with it. Nothing says fun like a club with spikes. I it's, love a mace. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I'm going to go with spear because there are so many cultures that use different types of spears. Sure. That too. Well, that was a quick winner for the spear. Yeah. Spear gets a W. Next up, Julian, I'd like to hear about the rapier and the war scythe. Oh, the rapier is actually quite nice. It's like those dueling swords that you see in actual like Olympic dueling and stuff like that. But with these ones, they're almost like mercy givers. They go in really, really quickly and they come out just as nice. They're lightweight. They're very pretty. And 
we've all seen a rapier in some form or fashion, whether you've played Soul Calibur and played with, I forget what his name is. Raphael. Raphael or <laughs> Musketeers. You've seen them oh, and they're really cool, nice looking swords. And they're beautiful for dueling. And they're still used to some form or fashion to this day. There's a level of sophistication when you think of a rapier. Mm-hmm. You'd even see them in like those, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Those ceremonies for the Marines. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know Big, what it's uh, called. Princess Bride energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a Bill comment to make, and I That's love it. That's the sword they use. I mean, they use, they, they, both of them use a rapier, right? It's rapier. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, a war scythe is basically a longer bill. It just sounds cooler. A longer bill. It is. <laughs> I would love a longer bill. <laughs> there you go. Stupid. I'm voting for the war scythe for Bill's comment alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go for the rape here, honestly. You know, the Warsythe is a badass name, but I'm going to go with the rape here because I feel like it's usually the weapon I have in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And next matchup, we've got Scimitar going up against the Flail. I'll talk about the Flail in a second. Uh, Andy, tell me about the Scimitar. Tell us about the Scimitar. Yeah, it's kind of just a big curved sword. It's long, it's, it's thick, it's sharp. Um, yeah, it's the I'll, sword that the guards use in Aladdin, right? Yes. Yeah. This this bad boy. <laughs> it's a cool looking sword. It is a really cool looking sword. I love the look. I mean, look, I voted. I put this one in for cool points alone. I would love to own a scimitar. <laughs> what a what a cool fucking sword. Yeah, you talk so about you talk about cutting heads off. off. Steals your apples, you're gonna cut off some little boy's hand with that. Well, he was uh he was stealing bread, wasn't he? He this deserved the scimitar to the hand. <laughs> Don't take bread. Fucking Aladdin. He was in the way. Yeah. Really, Jafar is the hero of that story. <laughs> Agreed. All right, so the flail is basically a Morningstar and Mace on steroids. You've got the handle of it and then a chain length and then usually more than one ball with spikes in it. Sometimes one, sometimes three. Um, You swing it around a lot. That's kind of the problem is that it takes a lot to actually make one attack. But if it lands, you're going, there's a lot of pain. Again, the surface area that we talked about uh, earlier that the flail is going to hit a lot of that. What's the likelihood that you could hit yourself with that? I. Yeah, that's why we don't have dum-dums using the flail. See, I feel like it takes what makes the Morning Star and Mace the like a great weapon, and it just it's doing too much. I would say I think the mace is or the flail is super fucking cool. Now it is battle. Uh, uh. yeah the fact that it's got a chain on it because you could you imagine like you're in a wooded area you're fighting a foe with that and one of them gets stuck on a tree you're screwed 
Imagine it's, using nunchucks, but the other end of your thing is a spiked metal ball. <laughs> it's undeniably fun. cool, but that I think I would kill myself if I tried to use it. Yeah, the practicality of this doesn't make sense to me. It's cool looking, but... I would yeah. like to own a flail, actually. These are probably my two favorite weapons on this list in terms of cool. <laughs> the, these two both have a lot of cool points. I would say the flail has more cool points. But the scimitar is a little bit more uh, practical, and thus it, it gets my vote. I'm voting the scimitar as well. I'm going to have to vote scimitar. I'll give a pity vote to my own entry. <laughs> I love the flail. Just yeah, went up against one I think is super cool, cool too. All right, and then our final matchup in round number one pits the stirrup against the guillotine. Oh, that's what that says. I thought that said shrimp. Bill, let's hear about the stirrup before um, we hear Andy explain how the fuck you take a guillotine to a medieval battlefield. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, the stirrup, um, that is the, the little thing that you put when you're riding a horse, it, you put it like your feet through it, mm-hmm. and it gives you more control over the horse, which really revolutionized medieval warfare. Because before that, you couldn't really, you could have cavalry, like you could swing at people, but you didn't have enough momentum or drive to like get people with a sword or an axe or a mace on top of a horse. So really, without the stirrup, you, you couldn't have a very effective cavalry. It completely changed warfare in general. Now it's not a classic weapon, but it made a weapon out of horses which was essential in taking over large swaths of land over and over again without it 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 just wouldn't happen but how cool is it (laughs) i mean like if you're a horse girl you probably like it (laughs) it is very cool andy talk to us about the guillotine Oh, ye of little, ye of narrow minds. We weren't talking about weapons for war. We're just talking about a weapon. Anything could be a weapon. My scissors in the drawer here, it's a weapon. It's a, anything that could cause harm, a tool that could cause harm could be considered a weapon. And what causes more harm than the guillotine? Literally cuts people's heads off. Yeah, but would you bring it to battle though? That's, that's not what this says. Best <laughs> weapon. But weapon. like, would you bring it to the battlefield? <laughs> if I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they had it on battlefield and they'd catch prisoners and behead them. Wait, so they catch prisoners in battlefields? Why are we talking about the battlefield? We're talking about a weapon. Who's how many flails were in the battlefield? Probably more than guillotines. <laughs> Probably the same about zero. We're talking weapon. But like, couldn't you just use? Was the scimitar to cut the prisoner's head off? There's a ceremony to this. They, there would be ceremonious occasions of guillotine beheadings in the medieval times. There's an, there is an art to it. A disgusting art, but an art. Are you, are you pro-guillotine? No, but it's, I have to argue it somehow, don't I? <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> Everyone has argued their own so far. Yeah, I, I, I'd say I'm voting for it. 
Stirrup sounds way cooler than. <laughs> uh, King Henry would disagree with you and all the wives he beheaded with the guillotine, might I add. It was kind of a dick move, though, right? Yeah, he did, but did he grab? Did he grab his scimitar? Did he grab his bill? No, he had he had a ceremonial guillotine beheading. So he would put on display <laughs> his wives being beheaded. Yes. Yeah, I'm voting. They couldn't bear him a I'm gonna vote for, go for the stirrup. I think. It sounds like a misogynist. Why would I want to be a part of anything that has to do with that? I'm voting for the stirrup too. You told me to argue it. I did my best. <laughs> All right, on to round number two. The guitar is back. The little Freddy Krueger knives that you can use in very close combat. Uh, against the halberd, the, the jack of all trades, that had, what, three different options for slicing and dicing. Yeah. Can poke, sweep, stab. And if it is close combat, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> but anyways... It might not even get that close because what if I'm what if I'm good with blocking with staff? I don't know exactly oh, how what... practical is it on the battlefield? <laughs> more practical than a probably guillotine. way more practical than the guitar. More practical than the guillotine, I can guarantee that. Uh, we're not talking about the guillotine anymore. Yuck I don't off. think we're done talking about the guillotine. <laughs> I'm never gonna be done talking about the guillotine. The guillotine's really the enormous burrito of <laughs> <laughs> Gaudy and useless. <laughs> Full of eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and you know what? Burger King, King Henry. <laughs> it's all making sense now. What if the Burger King started fucking guillotining people? Like Ronald. <laughs> He's got you Ronald did not bear me in <laughs> Jeez. He would have to do that in front of like all his friends and stuff like that. He's like, "You are not property of Burger King." <laughs> the BK kids. He's just no. He, he heels, they finally heels. capture Grimace. They behead Grimace. His audience would be the the big kid meal kids, like wheels in the wheelchair. What? Did, we talked about this on the podcast before. What is it? Oh yeah, wheels from the wheelchair. Yeah. The Burger but King anyways, Kids Meal Kids, and they called the kid in the wheelchair Wheels. We can give him a guitar, but speaking of guitar, I like the guitar, but I'm voting for Halberd. Obviously, it's my choice. Because it's, um, it's so much cool. I think it's cooler than the guitar, the Halberd. I would, I would vote that it's much cooler. I'll make this easy for Bill. I'll vote for the Halberd. Okay, I'm going to vote for the Halberd then. Yeah, I'll vote for the Halberd too. It's very useful. Oh, so useful. I forgot this was one of Jarek's. Yeah, all good. Uh, next up, the Bill is back and he's ready for action. But can he take down the Morning Star? Honestly, like I'm okay with either of these winning because one is one of mine, the other is my name, and honestly, that's pretty that's pretty great. Um, I will say the Morning Star is dope as fuck. Uh, Bill's pretty cool too. That's it. <laughs> What was the bill? Let me look up the bill real quick. Too. It's like a, like a machete, but longer. It's cool. Yeah, it's, a long it's, machete. It's oh. the Morning Star is cool, but the bill is has it's multi useful. It started off for agriculture, and then people realized, you know what? You I could, could use this to fuck somebody up. And you then could they did. your back with a Morning Star. This is I mean, called the Italian bill. 
Oh. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> so all these spikes, I, there's so much use to this to me. Where the morning, the yeah, the morning star has kind of got a smaller surface area. Um, I will say if the morning star wins, I will change my name to morning star. Oh. Is there an Italian version of that? The, Itali <laughs> the Italian morning, up the Italian morning star. <laughs> if I must. Oh, What's that you're drinking there, Bill? Uh, it is a sparkling ice. Sparkling ice. Okay. It is uh, flavored sparkling water. <laughs> I found it's a picture of the Italian flavor. morning star. It's from Aldi. <laughs> no, I don't see how that's going to be useful on the bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, I delivered. Everyone Welcome to Morning Star Farms Italian sausage style crumble. I don't think, uh, I guess there's no, that answers the question. There's no Italian version of the Morning Star. I'm voting Bill. I'm voting Bill. I'm, I was, all right, I'm going to vote for Bill then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the bill on to the final four. Uh, next up, the spear and the rapier. Ooh. It, to I me, this is easy. Okay. I think it's the rapier. <laughs> I think it's a spear. Oh, get out of here. You're wrong. I, a person, even if you're well-trained with the rapier, a person with a spear could still win that fight. They have more length. At they some point, more... though. Yeah, but if I get in close, then what? Then you're probably going to die. But what I'm saying is you need less <laughs> skill to be effective with the spear than you do with the rapier. There's an elegance to the rapier. Which makes that... it more useful. Yeah, but uh, which is the cooler weapon, though? Yeah. Cool uh, factor counts for me, too. I, you know, if we're, if we're doing the cool factor thing, then it's obviously the spear because mm -hmm. it's really pointy. Um, it's sharp. <laughs> it's going to stay sharp. You want to be cool? So, right, your vote is right here not sharp. Uh, spear again, the spear is useful everywhere, it's advantageous in all conditions. The rapier in the wrong hands, it's not going to be very useful. You have blatantly avoided my question. Is the what rapier? Was your I did not hear you. What was it? <laughs> is the rapier not sharp? One of the sides is sharp. I'm voting right here. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> A very easy decision, for sure. <laughs> I uh, thought it was. <laughs> right, wrong. Uh, final matchup in our round of eight, the scimitar or the stirrup. I wonder if the same argument can be made against Andy's guillotine that can be made against the stirrup. Wow, so uh, no one's ever executed eight of their wives with a stirrup. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> I bet uh, someone executed like eight of their wives with a scimitar. So again, it's shrouded in misogyny. Also just such a cool fucking weapon. <laughs> Taking care of that Aladdin fool. But if we're looking at the best medieval weapon, we're looking at what is most effective at winning the battle, or winning the war. Best is best is subjective. Objective. You could it could be whatever you want it to be. I mean, I guess if I guess if you think the coolest is the best and you have a bunch of people with guillotines and flags, 
That's cool. They're probably <laughs> gonna die. They're going to die on the battlefield. Uh, I don't see anyone using any of these weapons on the battlefield today. So it's moot in this argument because we're not no, using. Well, I mean, we have a qualifier, which is maybe otherwise it would be the AK forty-seven. Like, but, the, but the question here drones. is, how many of these weapons were used there? The spear was. Yeah, I'm not so sure if spear. I'm sure the scimitar was. Was the rapier? Probably not. There's probably better options. For... Also, I will say we're probably being very loose with the word medieval. <laughs> like, I don't know how oh, yeah. many of these things actually fall into the medieval. Some of these yeah. might have been obsolete even by medieval, too. True. That's Tell true. I went on Wikipedia. What's that? I went on Wikipedia to find mine. So you know, good. you're probably good. See, that's more than I did. More than I did. Um, I'm going to vote for the scimitar. Yeah, same. I'm voting for the scimitar. Fine. <laughs> I'm going to vote for the steer because I think it's, it is the most effective. It's not really a weapon, though, so I get it. All right, the final four has been set, and Bill has advanced. Can he beat the Halbert? Is this your first final four ever, Bill? I just anything? got his name. No, none of these are actually mine. Oh, no, I, just, I was just making fun because it's your name. <laughs> Oh, the closest you've gotten to a final four, then I should say. Probably. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Bill. That no, was no, sad. No, I'm, Bill. <laughs> I'm also voting for Bill because it's basically a halberd. Yeah, they're pretty, it's cool. I do like that this is sword versus sword. And it's not like just sword, it's weird little sword. Yeah, <laughs> rapier and the scimitar. I, I said from when it came up that I thought the scimitar was the coolest weapon here. And it definitely can be effective in battle. Uh, I mean, I like the Princess Bride better than Aladdin. You're a very strange person. I so thought I Aladdin, Aladdin I, was great. I actually have to agree. I really did like the Princess Bride better than Aladdin. What is wrong with you people? So is it two to one? I'm yeah. going to vote for here. yes. I'm voting for I think it's a slightly more useful sword. You could the... like the rapier more than the scimitar, and that's fine. But I, I'm I'm struggling to see where this anti-Aladdin hate came from. Because he doesn't say the line, "My name is Aladdin. You killed my father. Prepared to die." Yeah, he never says that in the movie. Never says that. Oh, uh, I guess that's the qualifier for a bad movie. Now, okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, we've got our finals up. It's the bill and the rapier. Not sure if I expected either of these to be here. Why? <laughs> Those are both what a cool name. That would be Bill Rapier. <laughs> Sounds like a James Bond kind of person. I was gonna say you sound definitely like a top-notch rogue de detective. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna write that down. Here comes Bill Rapier. Yeah, better than Bill Guillotine. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds no. That sounds like a like a pro wrestler. Yeah. Eric, would you agree? Could be. There probably was one at some point. I don't know. These are both cool weapons. I think if, you know, I'm going to give them equal cool points, but I think one of them is more useful than the other one. Probably the bill. Well, yeah. You could cut grass with it. Yeah, you can't You can't really cut grass with a rapier. I think you the rapier... Can't put the scimitar, though. I like... Yeah, exactly. But you made that choice last round, Bill. Yeah. 
I'm gonna vote for the rapier. I think it's cool. I think it's effective in the right hands. Um, and it's elegant and something about the princess bride. I don't know. If I had an army and I had only one weapon I could give them, and it was the choice between a bill and a rapier, I would give everyone a bill. So bill is your choice. That's my vote. Yeah. I'm also going bill. Surprising winner, but I like it. <laughs> bill wins. <laughs> <laughs> That is right. Bill wins over the rapier, the halberd, and the scimitar in third place in our final four. Um, you know, when we started putting this one together, I had absolutely no idea what was going to win. Three out of four of my choices made it. Yeah, that's impressive. We win, Bill. We win. No one said that when I did three of the four, the, the fast food one. <laughs> was I a winner, Julian? You got hash browns. Got hash it. browns over like a single side dish over an entire course meal. Sorry, I had to bring that up. Go on, Jerk. No, you're you're good. That's an open wound that's going to be around for a while, I think. I might really? bring it up a few more times. I bring it up every time. <laughs> um, all right. So the uh, the bill, the best medieval weapon. You heard it on bracket up. And I think that's going to wrap up this episode. So for Mr. Julian Griffin, Mr. Bill Johnson himself, the man of the hour, and for Andy Mysack, the best name, I am Handy Dandy Andy Jarek. We will see you real soon on Bracket Up.